All right, we got the mustache man with the strawberry jams here, Jerry Fields. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get started. He's going to tell us a little bit about how you first got started with music. What's good? Um, music. It's just kind of been my whole life. Um, man, we're really doing an interview right now. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, music my whole life. Um, grew up in it, not like an overly musical family, but, you know, from school to church to like, my, my parents were kind of the parents that would like put you in everything just to get you to dabble and just as a young person, see what's good. But my sisters would always be singing. My mother was like, I guess a church lady of sorts. And then my pops was always into the, like, he's always been in bands. His whole life he's still in a band he's like 50 60 i don't know but um just music and then like hip-hop came around and then i was like oh djs even though i didn't really know much about djing i was just like oh hip-hop and so i bought like um i guess i first started djing 1999 yeah. so that was like that was like middle school and i just kept doing it i was like oh there's money involved with this so, you know, I've been making money since I was young doing it. I'm 37 now, so I've been DJing since 1999. Obviously, you can still get better each year you're progressing. Because when I first started, like, was not ideal DJing. But we were young, middle schoolers. Everybody was just excited to, like, dance and all that. I don't know if I put in quotations, but, you know. The young people, high school, all that. So, I mean... Just kind of grew up in it, but like it, not overly. But like when your dad's in a band his whole life, whether it's church or the bar, clubs, it's like, oh, I want to be a rock and roll guy like my dad. But I didn't really get into the bands because DJing came around. And I was like, with DJing, you kind of cut out a lot of the members because like it's cheaper. You yeah, can you just can just perform yourself and <laughs> you don't have to worry so much about everyone yeah. else's time commitments and stuff and you can just you know set your own stuff up right so just the dj thing i mean i still but i've been making I, be, I do music production and that's the real like sauce that's the real like passion people djing's like i learn from it and it's my economical like job it gets me from the next level but like even learning all these different genres throughout the years it helps you learn how to produce and just it helps you with the djing it's a one and one you know mm -hmm. so they they're hand in hand they like help you learn eat both ways because you're like okay this genre does this let's see how i can make this and you know incorporate what i'm making into what the consumer likes for that area so yeah i just just music, 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 really. I mean, yeah, I, I, did, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to ask, have, did you grow up in Charleston or did you like kind of gravitate towards that music scene? Um, I grew up in South Carolina, the Carolina, Georgia border. Mm -hmm. And um, it was in Aiken, Augusta, Aiken, South Carolina, Augusta, Georgia. They're right next to each other the hometown of James Brown. I'm the hottest thing about a town since James Brown, you know what I'm saying? Don't 
you know, just let that be known. <laughs> let that be known. <laughs> no, that's like a freestyle bar I've had forever. It's like, I'm the hottest thing about it. My town since James Brown. But I never have put that on the record anyway. But it's a little bar. Yeah, I like it. No, and DJ, kind of like you said, gives you an opportunity, like, for the music production side of things to see what people really get going to, you know, like you, you're at the club or you're out at a party. It kind of gives you like this unfiltered approach to see what people enjoy and kind of approach it that way. Yeah. It's a lot of learning. We, uh, when I was starting to blow up in the DJ scene, my first bar club gig was, like an 18 and up night. So that brought all the other young heads in. And we were really not like great DJs as far as like no beat matching, but I was around the era when uh, that sick and Skrillex and dubstep was becoming like prominent in the USA and just the whole like robot fucking music. It's obnoxious. But uh, we were playing that. Me and my homie, homie uh, Johnny Say So, we'd play that. And that was our first like us becoming like bar club DJs. Cause we, before that is like when you're young, you're doing proms, you're doing birthday parties, weddings, all those things. But once we got into that, it just, that's like, I, I like doing like proper shows. Like I do everything, but like the bar clubs is like where we're at mostly. Yeah. There's some great spots in Charleston for that with Deco and you got, yeah. you know, share house, all that over there. Yeah, Where's so I, I moved here. My fault. I wouldn't even answer your question. So I, Charleston, like, through the years, as we grew in the bar club scene, I was always wanting to be by the beach. So I was DJing from Aiken, Augusta, Charlotte, Charleston, Atlanta, just kind of going around and just maybe here and there, another little town. But, um, yeah, Charleston, I saw that Charleston had room to grow. I guess I've been here for maybe 10 years. I don't know. I've been saying that for so long. I don't even – the reason I don't – I don't have a pinpoint because I started just, like, I'd have a, I'd have a living place in Aiken or Augusta, and then I would just, like, do, like, East Bay delivery or Papa John's delivery, and I'd drive to Charleston – and I work these jobs and then I DJ or just like to get my name out there. So I was doing, I didn't really have a, a time frame where I was like, I moved in on this date because I was doing a lot of couch surfing, sleeping in the car, just meeting people, growing my brand. Um, the whole Jerry feels good in Charleston. And now I've reached that goal and I, uh, I walk down King street, people scream my name. I'm not even exaggerating. It's cool, though, because it's like you look back at we, – we put these goals when, like, even if it's not, like, written down or it's like, it's like oh, I want to do this, so you just strive for it. But then I, I've kind of hit that, oh, my my branding is not, like, unknown. So, Charleston is blessing me. But not, now I'm, like, I've done everything I can do in Charleston, even though there's tons of – there's a new restaurant, new bar club hidden gym, et cetera, and all these different areas that pop up every, I mean, did you stay in Charleston for a while or what? Yeah. Yeah. Like four months. Okay. So, 
Charleston is growing pretty rapidly, like any great city, I guess, that's moving. But it used to be a small little hidden gym, I guess, a while back. But now they like in magazines they're always saying Charleston's the best place to live in USA type stuff. Uh, I don't know a magazine, but it's they get Charleston gets the award all the time. I don't yeah. know if you see it, but I'm just like, all right. But I, I mean, I loved to, it when I was there. I, was <laughs> I, I moved to Charleston because like the beach and everything worked out because I finally found a spot which was on Strawberry Lane, which where I'm currently located. But I started. Um, I'm just jumping around a lot, but I just moved to Charleston and it just, it worked out. It worked out between like hustle, prayer, hard work, trial, tribulation. But uh, Charleston is fucking booming right now. Yeah, it's a good time out there. Is that what kind of brought out the strawberry jams was moving to Strawberry Lane or was that before? Well, it's like, it's kind of a destiny thing that happens. Cause I started when I was living in Florida, Orlando, Florida for a bit when I was going to school. Um, I used to, so my, 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 my government name is Justin Red. My last name's Red. And I was trying to find, like, I would always say if I've ever like a, a, a child, like a female daughter, I would name her Strawberry. It's like Strawberry Red. But it also sounds like a stripper name, so I don't know how well. <laughs> But it's like, but but then my homie, they would all go out. Like, are you going out with us? I'm like, nah, I'm going to stay here and work on music. This is back in Orlando when we were going to school. We were, I don't know, that's 2015-ish. I can't, I can't, maybe 2018. I really don't know my timeline that well. But um, he would say, oh, you're going to hang out with Strawberry. He's talking about my computer and making beats. And so fast forward, I was going through trying to find a branding. This was around the MySpace era. And this is when Facebook was still just a collegiate uh, platform where it's just for college um, kids. And anyways, we, we landed on the, the label branding called the Strawberry Entree. Fast forward, like years, years later, um, I end up in Charleston and I meet DJ United, Wade Walker, and Curry Sauce, uh, John Curry, through, like, I actually was, like, trying to figure out some stuff, and I was, like, praying, and I was, like, God, I need, like, a plug. There's this bar. It's not around anymore, but it's an infamous bar, kind of. It's called Booms Bar, and I walk in there. I'm, like, man, I'm trying to get this connect so I get some gigs, and lo and behold, there's this guy that, like, is Wade, he comes and sits down right next to me, and he's the biggest plug to the city. Wade has the keys to the city. And it's funny, he still books me to this day because he's like, as we all level up, sometimes when you're DJing, you're just like, you're still DJing, but then you like, you do all the bar club gigs and you're too young for that anymore. So you, or too old for that. So you move up to like booking other people, promotions, et cetera, et cetera. But Wade and uh, his company that he works with, his, um basically his uncle and his dad um it's called other brother and anyways i sat down next to that guy when i was still like the new kid on the block in charleston trying to get my name he sits right next to me and i'm like hey i know you don't know who i am but like blah 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 we became best friends went back to his house um then i met his his roommate was john curry it's curry sauce he's a phenomenal um 
music producer, DJ. But they all moved. They were living in Kublos, a whole gang of them. And then they moved to Strawberry Lane, which is like maybe three minutes down the street. And it was like a more up and coming area. And now we live on Strawberry Lane for five plus years. It used to be like 10 plus DJs that would be here. We used to throw after party bangers. Wow. So everybody grows up and moves away and has kids and all that. But there's still like five of us on the lane. Strawberry Lane. So it's like destiny. 